Welcome to The Rot Focus, a podcast for writers, newbies, and veterans, and everyone in between. We're hosted by M.A. Lee, with the assistance of Remy Black and Edie Runes, all from Writers, Inc. Books. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Each episode lasts as long as it takes to fix a quick dinner, grab a short commute, or take a brisk walk. Resources and links are in the show notes. Visit us at therockfocus.blogspot.com. Now, on to this week's episode. It's the June Writing Challenge. We're counting down the last days of our challenge. In our week four check-in, we covered June 21 to 27. In our last check-in, which will be part of the July 5 episode, we'll look at June 28, 29, and 30. Here's the results of last week. June 21, 2,025 words, pages 96 to 105, chapter 12. June 22, 2,553 words, page 105 to 116, chapters 13 to 14. June 23, 1,575 words, page 117 to 123, chapter 14 finished. June 24, 1,900 words, page 124 to 131, chapter 15. June 25, a Sunday. Usually that's a low word count day, but I had one extremely well-developed sketch and a great start of another one, so I managed 2,600 words. That's chapter 16, well into 17, pages 132 to 141. June 26, 2,119 words, finishing chapter 17, page 142 to 151, and June 27, 1,802 words, page 151 to 157, chapter 18. That totals 14,574 words. With the previous count, that makes 38,156 words, divided by 27 days, 1,413 words per day, very close to my goal of 1,500 words per day. If I uh, take my goal of 27 days, 1,500 words per day, I get 40,500 words by June 27. So 38,156 is 94% of my goal. So I'm definitely gaining. Had I looked only at word count in the last week as compared to my goal, I was woefully behind, with no seeming chance to catch up. This past week, every day of rough rot, has reaped the benefit of those early days of sketching. That happens as we consider all of our writing goals. A few years back, as I struggled for months with a book, melting sketches that I had accumulated over six years and pulling my hair out and thinking I was going nowhere fast, I collapsed one day and made a list of all the novels I had published since my start in 2015. That list helped. I keep adding to that list now, and every time I write another published title, I feel that injection against imposter syndrome. It's like a vaccine against the doldrums. When you think you're not accomplishing very much, 
Here are three things to do. First, make a list of everything you have accomplished since you first committed yourself to your writing goal. Commitment is a key. Commitment requires you to have a daily achievable word count. Sometimes writing every day is simply not possible. Mine is currently 1,500 words per day, but sometimes I drop that count depending on life roles. If you can only do 500 words or 250 words, that is still more than nothing. Second, using the power of increments. Decide how many days you need to complete your current project. How many words do you think the project will need? How many days each week can you squeeze 500 words? Are the word count that you can achieve. Set aside one day each week for no writing. I'm serious about that. If you write on that day, great, but you won't feel guilty if you miss one day each week. When you use it, flip that day out with a missed day. See, no stress. Third, once you know the number of days, start tracking. Track anything writing related. Label it based on the stage of writing. Try to achieve your word count goal plus a little more. On days when I work on the podcast, I don't really achieve my word count goal, but I put in the hours of work. So I have a time equivalent for that word count, and it helps keep me reasonable with the podcast. Try to achieve your word count goal plus a little more, and watch your project build increment by increment until you have built a book. Whatever you do, track your accomplishments daily, monthly, and yearly. We have a tendency to forget the good and to remember the bad. Write the good down, and you'll have a boost every time the long slog gets you down. Don't write down the bad. Move on. Write on. Occasionally, I will read a writer's book on their writing, part of my inoculation process against those writing doldrums we all face. Probably Stephen King's On Writing was the first book that I read of that sort. I recently read a biography of Earl Stanley Gardner's focused on his development of his writing and how he came to write in his writing factory as he turned out all those works on Perry Mason and more. I'm currently reading Phyllis Whitney's from her book Guide to Writing Fiction, or actually Guide to Fiction Writing. There is a chapter she calls Working Habits that I'd like to read some excerpts to you from. First, as a writer, you are your own boss, Whitney says, and working discipline is the most important habit of all to develop. I think I preach that to y'all constantly. Every beginning writer, and sometimes the experienced one, suffers from the temptation not to write you'll undoubtedly find certain enticements to lure you away from your typewriter. The mail must be read, always a dangerous distraction. Today, we think social media. Pencils must be sharpened. Telephone call must be made. Shopping you need to do is very important. The first important step is to choose a stretch of time that you can spend regularly on writing, an hour or three hours a day, Weekends or evenings, if you have a full-time job. Find a period that is comfortable and possible for you. Some people, like me, are morning people. Others do their best work at night. 
She then spends several paragraphs talking about how you have to convince other people this time is sacred, how every writer needs a wife, and how people who work outside the home have it especially rough. Then she says, once the time problem is worked out, however unsatisfactorily in the beginning, you must develop your own writing pattern. You will need to overcome your self-consciousness about that sheet of paper with nothing on it. You are going to fill it when you do. Then at the end of your hour or whatever time you have, you'll feel pleased with yourself and everything else all day long. That's accomplishments. Once you have something down on paper, you'll have an easier time getting back to work the next day. You read through what you've written, making corrections, or you do it over. Your imagination catches fire, and you move ahead with the new writing. Or if you have trouble pushing on, the material in your notebook can be worked on so that you always have something you can do to renew the creative flow. Later, she says, Another unhappy truth that you might as well accept from the start is that life will never leave you alone. The demands of daily living will cut into your time, insist on your attention, shake you up badly, or sometimes even so delight you that you can't concentrate on writing, or so you think. But you'll learn to use what comes, good and bad, and it will become part of whatever you are and find its way under many disguises into your work. An important aspect of your work discipline is to develop the habit of observation and analysis of yourself and others. What do you make of what is happening to you and around you? Lastly, in that chapter, she says, By now, my working habits, the ones that count most to me as a writer, are firmly entrenched, and I no longer have to push myself to get to work. I enjoy being my own boss. My office is wherever I choose to have it, and my time is my own to do with as I please. As it happens, I please to write, but I had to earn that privilege. What I like best of all are those working hours when something magical comes to life, and I can create something as real as a book when there was nothing at all when I started. Thanks for listening to The Right Focus, a podcast for writers at all levels, hosted by Emma Lee from Writers Inc. Books, assisted by Remy Black and Edie Runes. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle called Background Music Loop. Its creator is Alexander Polishchuk, known on Audio Jungle as Plastic 3. The music comes in different iterations. Show notes and resource links for this and other episodes can be found at therightfocus.blogspot.com. Write to us at winkbooks at aol.com when you have questions, comments, and speculations. We will try to answer you as quickly as possible. By the way, we will not mind your email address. That's rude. If you find value in our content, share with your writing friends or write a review. We're small beans here without the advertising budget of the big peeps, and you can make a difference. And whatever occurs, right on.